0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Filmhaven Reviews. I'm your host Sawyer as always and today we are sadly ending our trucker theme. Now I know a lot of you are really heartbroken over this, but you know it's got to happen sometime. We do everything in threes and so the time is up. Now, last week was kind of a Boros Noro uh, failure. I mean, 5 out of 10 is not the best score I've given. It's also not the worst. So, eh, it was fine. But this week, we are talking about a movie from the same year, 1978, Every Which Way But Loose, uh, Clint Eastwood Vehicle. And I had a much better time with this film. Uh, It's nothing crazy, but it is... Uh, a lot of fun. In, in some ways, it's what I wanted Convoy to be, which is like a fun trucker romp. Now, I will say this wasn't as much of a trucker movie as I was expecting. Um, the description says that it's a trupper, trucker turned prize fighter. However, um, he's not a semi truck driver. He's just He just drives a truck. So I guess that may constitute a trucker, but hey, it is a trucker movie in the very basis of terms. So there you go. Now, I really enjoyed this film. Um, It's a little meandering, I will say. It doesn't necessarily get get straight to the point, but I kind of liked that part. Um, In in fact, I almost wished it would have done it more in a weird way. I kind of liked... We'll get to it later, but I kind of liked the beginning of the film. Speaking of which, the film follows Clint Eastwood's character, Philo Beddo. We'll just say Philo because I can't say his last name very good. So we follow Philo as he's a prize fighter... Really, what that comes down to is that he he fights in kind of illegal fighting rings where they're uh, no glove boxing. And his brother, uh, Orville, is the one who is always setting up his fights. But in general, he's kind of just like a about. He just kind of hangs around San Fernando, the San Fernando Valley, and uh, tinkers on uh cars and he and, and his brother it seems like they live at their mother's house kind of taking care of her because she is a little bit older and she's she's kind of a funny character because she's always um trying to get her driver's license and just uh, can't ever seem to do it because of one thing or another and she's uh, uh how would how would i describe her she's kind of a shotgun toting foul mouth firebrand uh, who is always complaining about something and especially complaining about Philo's best friend, who is an orangutan named Clyde. Um, definitely the main reason why I wanted to watch this film because uh, I just love the idea of Clint Eastwood hanging out with an orangutan and fighting people in like arenas. So, I mean, that's just a cool idea. It, there's not really too much more to the movie than that, honestly. It's kind of what happens mostly, although he does run afoul of a few people some cops and a biker gang and he run those guys are kind of hunting him down as he goes on this adventure after uh, falling in love with a singer at a bar and then the singer has this abusive boyfriend or controlling boyfriend we should say uh who uh whisks her away to colorado and clint eastwood thinks that that she's being taken against her will. And so he's off to Colorado to find her and hot on his tails, whether he knows it or not, is this biker gang called the black widows and a couple of sheriff's officers that he, um, fist fights in a bar, um, as he does. Philo's character has, uh, he's very, seems like a pretty chill dude in general, pretty lazy, kind of just go with the flow kind of guy, very loose Unquote, you might say, but at the same time, he's pretty ready for a fight. It doesn't take much for him to start a fist fight with someone in a bar if you have a bad altercation with him, so we call him hot headed as well. Um, in today's uh climate and society, he would definitely be seen, um, in a worse light than he would in 1978. Uh, but the, the way that the film plays out, it's still pretty fun. I don't think anyone's taking things too seriously. I wouldn't call philo a a great male role model Um, but in some ways he he does have a kind heart and that that plays out I mean he really um, has a lot of kindness for Clyde in particular the orangutan and then the the girl that he tries to quote unquote save Um, he does definitely learn some lessons within that that uh, story arc but for the most part he's not I don't don't try to take lessons from this movie about how to live your life and I don't think they're trying to give you that um actually looking up um, the kind of some of the some fun little facts about the making of the movie Sandra Locke is the main um, love interest of Philo and Clint Eastwood and as it turns out many people of the time probably know this but I did not uh, they Clint Eastwood and Sandra Locke were together at the time of this filming and it's one of six different movies that she did with him including High Plains Drifter and a few more so that was kind of interesting, and she's actually an MTSU alum and from Shelbyville, Tennessee, which is in uh, kind of in my neck of the woods, Middle Tennessee. Uh, I go there a lot for work, so I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, and it's also got, uh, the movie's got Beverly, a DeL- uh, very young Beverly D'Angelo in it, which is cool. And you guys probably know her from um, National Lampoon's Vacation and Christmas Vacation, of course, as Chevy Chase's wife. Um, yeah, one of the interesting things about this film was that uh, it, it was basically a answer to Smokey and the Bandit. So when Smokey and the Bandit came out, and they had this kind of fun road trip, you know, highway romp uh, comedy situation happening, uh, they said they wanted to do that, but with uh, Clint Eastwood. And Eastwood hadn't really done many comedies or any at all at that point. And he actually called up Burt Reynolds to get some advice on how to play a comedic role, which is really funny um, because he does a really good job in this film. I, I really like his character and I even thought he was a little funny or he was a little sillier in uh, A Fistful of Dollars than I was expecting because what I know of Clint Eastwood, especially watching some of his later films like Million Dollar Baby and a, a Grand Turismo, no Gran Turismo, what was it? Gran Torino. Um, those films like you know he's very serious and stuff and i've just always known him as kind of the guy with the you know dirty hair you know do you feel lucky you know kind of has that scowl and uh i i wasn't expecting him to have such a, a person like more of a vibrant personality and in this film while he is like a bit of a serious character at the same time he he plays the comedic twists i think very well uh but that was interesting that he asked uh, burt reynolds for advice because They are kind of trying to do the same thing. And it's very interesting how that happens a lot in, in cinema where you have a movie that's very successful. And so then there's kind of all these copycats that come out afterwards. And when you think Clint Eastwood, most people would think about some of either the newer movies that he's directed or they think about his Westerns or Dirty Harry Um, They don't necessarily think about this movie, at least modern day audiences, I would say, as evidenced by the fact that I only knew this movie kind of tangentially. I saw like a commercial like on AMC back in like the 2000s uh, where they would show this film sometimes. I never watched it, but I remember the commercial. There's like a part in the movie, which is a great part where uh, Philo, Clint Eastwood, comes up to uh, Clyde the orangutan and kind of foe shoots him with a six shooter and the orangutan falls down acts like he's dead you know it's just it's just kind of a cute little moment it's a great clip for like a trailer where you're montaging a bunch of classic movies but anyway i digress you don't think about this movie necessarily a lot of people don't i don't think as a like the clint eastwood movie but to this date this movie every which way was but loose is his most successful film in the box office which is crazy to me um because i mean it's it's a fun film but it's nothing like wild it's not like it's not the good the bad and the ugly as far as like legendary film status but sometimes that's just how it works the box office speaks a different a different language than the critics of course but just to break down the numbers here this is one of the most eye-popping disparities between budget and gross income that i've ever seen in a movie um, the budget was $5 million, which is nothing to snuff at in 1978, but the worldwide gross was $85 million. It made 80 more million dollars in profit than it cost to make. Now, that is insane. And it's still, like I said, it is the most uh, well-grossing film that Clint Eastwood has ever been a part of, which is just wild to me because it's definitely not his most famous Uh, It it also ended up being the first movie ever to domestically uh, make $10 million on the opening weekend, uh, which is pretty incredible, too. So it's it's a wild success in the theater. And it's interesting to see what a crowd pleaser was like in 1978 versus what it would be like today. Um, This film is honestly kind of slow um, by the standards of today's um, psyche, I guess, or maybe attention span. Um, It definitely meanders a lot, which I enjoy. As I was alluding to earlier, the beginning of the film is really just him, uh, Philo, running around town, kind of getting into trouble and just kind of just kind of hanging out. But that part is actually great to me because there's like a certain comfortability with it. Uh, His character is, like I said before, is just so laissez faire, just kind of roll with it kind of character. Very listless, doesn't really seem to have much direction other than, yeah, like. I like fist fighting and drinking beer at the bar and tinkering on, on cars. You know, it's it's a simple life, uh, but it's one that he seems to be completely fine with, uh, which is cool. But uh, it's just interesting to think that a movie that was so uh, slow in some ways would be so entertaining to so many people to the point where it's like breaking box office uh, records which is just it's just wild to me you never I mean 1978 was just a different time as we've as we were talking about even last week so yeah this movie isn't groundbreaking this movie isn't even like an amazing film but I would say it's a fun film it's exactly the kind of movie I was looking for when I made the trucker film uh, these kind of hidden gems of a bygone era that you're like boomer dad might like uh, and that's a kind of good ex- description of this film too, because, like I said, there's a lot of like machismo in it that may not hold up super well today, but um, it's still somewhat endearing, I would say, even for someone like me who doesn't really like to prescribe to those kind of macho ideals. But you know, for, it's like a perfect Saturday stay, like stay on the couch and watch with like your dad or your parents. Uh, and just kind of hang out. That's, I think one of the reasons why I think the movie works for me is that it's, there's a comfortability to it. And if you really, I think the characters are really well made. If you get into the characters, like the, the ma, the shotgun wielding foul mouth firebrand and Clyde, it's just awesome just to see this orangutan in this film as well. Every scene that he's in is great. I honestly wish that there was more. Um, And then uh, just all the characters are just really endearing and, uh, so I will say some of the villains like the biker gang leader villain is a little bit annoying and it's a little too silly like I wish that they were just a little bit more menacing but they're like they're like really silly to the point of maybe like even slapstick they're just a little too silly to really like laugh at almost like childish to the point where it it just like, I know they're trying to be funny with it, but it just comes off as a little like, okay, fine. I don't know. It it just didn't really hit for me, the biker gang guys. Uh, But at the same time, it provided an ample foil for um, Philo and a a great scene later where they, they, he gets to like kind of take on the whole biker gang together. And that, that's a fun scene for sure. Um, It's, it's, mostly good the the humor i think works for the most part there's just a little almost kind of like convoy-ish uh silliness that sometimes this just doesn't really land it's just kind of like it gives you that kind (laughs) of where you're like kind of laughing out of almost sympathy Uh, like you could tell they're definitely trying to make a joke but it's not that funny but then there are a lot more than in convoy there are some genuinely good uh, jokes so uh, i really enjoyed this film and honestly i i'm uh try to see the sequel to uh which what is it called uh, any which way you can which is great every which way but loose any which way you can i like this theme uh, oh i can't believe i've gotten almost 14 minutes and i haven't actually said uh that uh the movie has a theme song and i actually i might need to skip ahead into the future so future sawyer can tell you uh, after i look it up whether the movie was somewhat based on the song and nope, uh, the, the song was actually made for the movie, and it was on the original soundtrack. Actually, though, it debuted at number 18 on the, on the Billboard Top 100, which is pretty insane. I'd say that was pretty good. Uh, and it's a great song. I've actually had it stuck in my head a little bit, you know. Every which way below you know it's just kind of fun uh and i was laughing really hard in the intro because i was like oh no not another movie that's based off of a song but luckily uh instead of convoy it is the other way around which i think is the more appropriate where the theme song of of sorts is uh, based off of the movie uh so yeah uh i haven't given it a rating yet i didn't forget though this time I would give this movie ooh ooh this is hard I'm going to say a 7.5 out of 10 because uh I just really enjoyed it I know it's not perfect it definitely has flaws I wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me if some people would honestly give it like a 6 or a 6.5 but I know that there are people out here that have are really endeared to this film um uh, especially those that watched it when it came out um, and I could see it easily being a comfort movie. It's definitely one of those movies that you could just put on and cook dinner and just kind of enjoy. Uh, I I just thought it was really fun. A lot better than Convoy. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. Is because um, coming off a of Convoy, it was just so much more accessible. It was much more of a of a romp like I was looking for. It was an adventure film, and um, it just had really well crafted characters and uh, despite being a little slow and meandering, um, I was hooked in, so I, I really enjoyed the film, and in general, I think I really liked this theme. The first movie was solid, What I gave it an eight out of 10, so Duel was great, super engaging, Convoy was a stinker, pretty boring and a mess of a film editing, acting-wise, all that kind of stuff, uh, conceptually, and then Every Which Way But Loose is uh, exactly what it says. It's it's kind of it's supposed to not be loose, but it is a little loosey-goosey. And that's what's so good about it uh, is that it's just kind of a fun movie to put on. Um, and you don't have to think too much about it because I don't think the movie was trying to take itself too seriously, uh, which is my problem with Convoy. So um, definitely an improvement off of Convoy. 7.5 out of 10, super solid movie. Oh, and Clint Eastwood, I think he really carries the performance as well. Um, his on-screen presence is just so nice, and I think comforting for a lot of people, especially since he's just been in so many movies over the years and pretty iconic roles, as well as just some like normal movies like this. Uh, and I really uh, appreciate that about him that he's kind of he does have like a bit of a diversity uh, within his his films. So he's not always just the western guy or Dirty Harry. He can be in comedies too, and and I think he did a good job with this one. So. Uh, That's it for trucker movies. And next week we are starting spooky time because that's right. October is here and I'm so ready for it. I've got a couple of special things lined up for October and I'm really excited to kind of announce those or to tease those. I should say and um, trucker movies has been fun, but now we're really getting into the good stuff and that is spooky movies and I'll introduce those themes next week. So, I hope you guys have a good week this week and I will see you next Friday.